Tonight's episode of Midnight Tea is brought to you in part by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. fellow goths, horror enthusiasts, and children of the sun and moon. I am your humble Los Angeles witch, Moonchild Nil, and welcome to another episode of Midnight Tea. Well guys, how are you guys doing out there? If you're anything like me living in Southern California or wherever you call home, this Delta virus is definitely doing damage to the fun. Um... It is now going to be required in L.A. County or Los Angeles County that everybody has to be vaccinated by October 1st. And unfortunately, all I can say about that, guys, is we saw this coming. Now, I know there's people out there who have underlying health conditions so that they chose not to get vaccinated right away and I'm not talking to you guys because you have your reasons and I'm definitely not shaming anybody with underlying health conditions for not getting the vaccine right away. But this definitely kind of goes out to the anti-vaxxers that you should have got your shit together because people not wearing the masks, not social distancing, and especially after that fucking mess at Lollapalooza in Florida, this is proof positive that we can't have nice things. And... Yeah, I'm not pleased to see that this is the this is the route we're going. Because everybody should have gotten their shit together and it's now ruined it for the rest of us. So, before it ends up becoming a future lockdown for us, I cannot stress this enough that people please continue to wear your masks, social distance, wash your hands frequently. If we want to continue to have the luxuries we do, such as theme parks, restaurants, bars, arcades, gyms, etc. Also in LA County, they're making it mandatory now that if you want to eat indoors, you have to be vaccinated. You have to show proof of vaccination. I've seen in other parts of the world, like Disneyland Paris, is now requiring proof of vaccination to enter the park. And it's only a matter of time before it gets here to the United States. And as much as a lot of these anti-vaxxers, and I'm sorry, yes, I am gunning for you guys right now, are saying, oh, well, it's against our constitutional rights. You can't force us. You're right. No one can force you to wear your mask or social distance and what have you. But what people can do is also exercise that constitutional right and not allow you in. It works both ways, boo-boo, not just because you want it a certain way. So... And I'm I'm sorry that I am constantly making this a PSA for vaccination or at least social distancing and masking up, but it is a big deal to all of us that want to have these privileges like theme parks, concerts, restaurants, bars, theaters, etc. that everybody do their part to curb this virus so we all win. 
And yeah, guys, that's all I can say about the matter, especially, like I said, if you live here in Los Angeles County, it is going to become mandatory that everybody get vaccinated. We have the privilege that the Pfizer vaccine will be FDA approved by the end of the month, by the end of this month of August. So there's hope that this is going to get better, but it all starts with you. Everybody should be doing what's right, not just for you, but for your fellow American. You know, this is no longer about politics. It's just about doing what's right for people. And like I said, if you choose not to get vaccinated or you have an underlying health condition that doesn't allow you to get vaccinated, please do your part to just stay safe for everybody. Because it's not fair that these people are also stressing our healthcare workers who are tired. They've been doing this pandemic dance now for over a year and a half. They're exhausted. They deserve a break too. So with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode because I have some goodies for you. All right, guys, time for the disclaimer that tonight's episode may contain strong language, possible spoilers for books and media, and dark topics. So this is your viewer or listener discretion advised. So guys, I'm going to kick off this episode starting with my favorite doll franchise in the entire world, and that is Monster High. Now, as some of you guys know and may have heard from one of my previous episodes, Monster High is going to be making a comeback in 2022, supposedly with an all-new movie and an all-new doll line, which everybody, including myself, who's ever been a fan of Monster High, is hoping it's going to go back to the square one basics that the Monster High franchise started with. Because the original wave of the dolls was fantastic. And they had they struck gold here. Now, for the most part, there hasn't been any new news about the Monster High dolls since the last year release of the Mattel the Mattel Creations Scollection dolls, which was consisted of Andy Muschietti's It Pennywise doll and the Shining Grady Twins dolls from the Shining by Stanley Kubrick. And there was a rumor after these dolls were released that there were more to come. There's no official word, just the possibility of more. Well, as of Thursday, August 5th, we got a sneak peek of something amazing. And it was briefly lit, uh, sorry, it was briefly leaked on Mattel Creations website that we would be getting a two-pack doll set of Beetlejuice and Lydia from 1988's Tim Burton Beetlejuice. And these dolls are so fucking cute. I can't. This is a female doll dressed up as our favorite ghost with the most with its iconic sewage green hair, black and white striped suit, and a hat that resembles the big top version of Beetlejuice towards the end of the movie. And with our female Beetlejuice comes Lydia Dietz in a very cute little black high-low dress. She comes with her own version of the handbook for the recently deceased and her camera. And of course, her iconic giant black sun hat. And these dolls are adorable. Now, the slated released date for these dolls is August 13th, Friday the 13th, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you guys live on any other coast, you might want to adjust that because 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time is what the time would be here in Los Angeles. 
And not much was said about the dolls other than that. So this past Thursday, when I was notified about these dolls, I went straight to Maddie Creation or Mattel Creations and saw these dolls and decided, you guys know me already. You, you've heard me mention how many times I'm in love with Monster High. You hell the fuck yes, I'm getting these dolls. I have the Pennywise and the Grady twins. I have to have Beetlejuice. This movie came out the same year I was born. It's a big deal. Besides, what goth icons and goth queens out there or kings doesn't love Beetlejuice? Are you kidding? So yes, I am planning to get these dolls. However, note that I said that these dolls were a leak. Because for whatever reason, that Thursday, the dolls were only online on Mattel Creations website for only a few minutes for people to see the countdown of when the dolls were going to be available. But hours later, I, me and many others went back to Mattel Creations to check on them and the dolls were taken down. If you keyword searched for them in their website, they would not show up. So as far as I'm concerned, the dolls were leaked to have come out. Now, if you, if you Google Monster High Beetlejuice, I'm sure the doll's photos will show up. They even have pictures of the box, and it's iconic with um, the Tim Burton Beetlejuice logo. It has the female Beetlejuice doll standing side next to the tombstone that reads Beetlegeist, uh, which is such an iconic look from the movie. And yeah, guys, I can't stress this enough. These dolls are so fucking cute. You bet your ass I'm going to get them. The same way I got the Grady twins and Pennywise. And all I can tell you guys is if you were interested in this, remember the date for them to be released or pre-ordered is August, Friday the 13th, 2021 at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So like I said, adjust your clocks, however you may be, figure out what 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time means in your time zone to get these dolls. Be online and already registered at MattelCreations.com to get them because you definitely don't want to miss out on getting our favorite doll, our favorite ghost with the most doll with his awesome goth sidekick. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump into a topic I'm very excited to talk about, and that is coming from Disneyland, the happiest place on earth in Anaheim, California. Though, let's be honest, us Los Angeles County folks, we still try to claim Disneyland as we should. So what news breaks from Disneyland? Well, as of Tuesday, August 3rd, we got some great news that Disneyland is reopening its annual pass system. Starting August 25th, 2021, you can choose a new annual pass that is now called the Disneyland Magic Key. This is pretty cute, guys. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And I'll even be honest, when I first heard about this, I wasn't necessarily thrilled. But now looking at it, I'm like, no, you know what? This isn't bad. And what it is, is it's a four-tier key system, which is essentially, it's still an annual pass. It's kind of just changing the name which has been done already when Disneyland shut down and annual pass holders who still had passes that had days to run immediately got called legacy holders or legacy pass holders, which is great, but it didn't really do anything for any of the people who had them. 
But now with the Magic Key Pass, it's a whole new system. So let's go ahead and break it down for you. The bottom of the tier is called the Imagine Key. This one is exclusive to only Southern California residents. And it is a $399 pass with a $179 down payment and $19 a month for 12 months. Now, keep in mind, guys, each and every single tier of these passes is reservation based only. So you do have to make a reservation in order to go to the park, even with your pass. Now, the way the Imagine Key works is it's available to Southern California residents only. It has up to two park reservation holds at a time. Gets you 10% off of select merchandise and 10% off of food and beverage. Which is not bad, especially if you don't frequent the park very often, but you like to go and choose. And of course, the lower the tiers, the more blackout dates they will have. The next one up above that is called the Enchantment Key which is $649 with a down payment of $179 and $40 a month for 12 months. Now with this one, yet again, it is a reservation-based admission to the park. And this one holds up to four park reservation holds at one time and also 10% off of select merchandise, food, and beverages. Next up is the Believe Key Pass, which is $949 with, again, a $179 uh, down to payment or, and $65 a month for 12 months. Now, with this one, yet again, reservation-based, this one holds up to six park reservation holds at a time, 10% off select merchandise, food, and beverage, and 50% off of parking, which, as you all know, Parking is very expensive, especially at the happiest place on earth. And lastly is the Dream Key Pass, which comes in at a whopping $1,399. This one also requires a $179 down payment and an $102 per month payment plan for 12 months. Now for this, reservation is based on admission yet again. This one allows you up to six park reservation holds at a time, 20% off of select merchandise, 15% off of select food and beverage, and theme park parking is free. So that is the four tiers of the Magic Key Passes that Disneyland here in Anaheim, California is now offering. Yes, they're a little pricier than they used to be, and I get it. Disneyland, much like any other business, is just trying to recoup the losses that they lost over the past year. And though expensive, not unreasonable. Um, for a, a good second, I was debating myself whether I was going to jump in and get a pass again because your girl hasn't been to Disneyland in almost two years. She's jonesing. And I considered getting one of the tiers of the keys and honestly i'm looking at the second highest tier the believe key because i want an excuse to go back to disneyland more frequently and a lot of my good friends are also annual pass holders or at this point now legacy pass holders and they're planning on getting the same pass as well so budget and money permitting 
yeah, I could see myself getting an annual pass again. But for now, your girl's going to take a step back and just kind of study it, get a feel for it. I personally would actually like to get this year's or to get the key pass later than the August 25th due date. Because I would like for it to roll over so that when the pass expires next year in 2022, I could still use it to go to any of the Halloween events. But that's just me personally. And like I said, guys, if you are interested in getting the Magic Key passes, go and study them up online. I'm not 100% sure of the breakdown of blackout dates and etc., they haven't really showed a good listing for it. You Maybe I'm wrong and I'm missing it, but you can try to find it online. Take a look, see what works within your budget, whether it be if you're a SoCal resident and you want the Imagine key, you can afford something a little more with less blackout dates with the Enchantment key. You want to look into the Believe key because of the perks are a lot better. Or if you really are a Disney fanatic and you can't have any blackout dates in your past, and take the dream key but you have till august 25th 2021 to decide before they go live and let the magic begin and with that guys we're going to take a quick break and we will return after a word from our sponsors all right guys welcome back so we're going to start off the second half of this episode by reviewing just real briefly the most recent episode of american horror stories As you all already know, I'm not crazy thrilled about this side story season. I I would dare say I would call it season nine and a half. But this episode was pretty good. Um, Honestly, episode three thus far of Drive-In was probably the only one I thought was kind of worth a damn because season episode one and two of Rubber Woman part one and two and the naughty list episode for I get fucked basically (laughs) so yeah season or episode five is simply titled ball um b-a-a-l I'm sorry if I completely butchered it or I'm saying it wrong um and the the for the most part of what I knew walking into this episode is ball is a type of Babylonian deity I, I didn't know much about him, and as a Wiccan, I'm very disappointed in myself for not knowing more about this deity, but I don't claim to know certain pagan or Babylonian de- deities as well as I should. But this was a fun episode. This was pretty good. It stars our girl, uh, Billy Lord, so we're seeing some somewhat of the cast, the main casting that's usually put into American Horror Story. And the brief synopsis of this episode is Billy Lord plays a woman with her husband who are trying to get pregnant. Somebody offers her a deity figurine of Baal and it works in terms of getting this couple pregnant, but with consequences. Um, I'm going to only say that far about it because I do not want to really spoil the episode but it's pretty good. I think my only nitpick is there's a little bit of hand-holding that goes on in this episode because they really need to hammer in that message of be careful what you wish for. Fair enough. But 
it's not bad. It's actually a pretty fun episode. And like I said, I think I enjoy it more because Billy Lord's here. Maybe there was more of a original cast of of American Horror Story um, writers behind behind this episode. So maybe it felt more like an actual true episode. And I could even see how it this could even fit into an actual season. And honestly, the ending was... It was a good twist ending, which again, I'm not going to spoil, but I had fun with it. I thought that was really creative. So with that in mind, if you're interested in checking this episode out, you can find it on on the FX channel, wherever your station is, or you can watch it on FX on Hulu, which every episode premieres usually every Wednesday. And just to also get this one out of the way too... I did mention that there was an American Horror Story pop-up bakery that is here in Los Angeles. And this past uh, Wednesday started the first day that it was open. And your girl said that she was going to adamantly try to go to this because I found out tickets for this event were free. Unfortunately, I was very bad at remembering when the tickets went were out for reservation. And by the time I found out about them, they were sold out. So I am incredibly fucking bummed that I missed out on this because it looks really cool. So unfortunately, not only they sold out for the days I wanted to go, they're just sold out in general. There are no available tickets for this event and the tickets were free. All you had to do is just RSVP. So unfortunately, I won't be going to any of the bake-off nights. However, if you are in the Los Angeles area, I'm pretty sure there's a certain mile radius they do deliver. So you can still you can still get these baked goods. You will just have to be within their driving radius. Um I've also been told that each week the cookies and baked goods will all be different. And I've seen a few people's Instagram stories who got the privilege to go. And I saw some of the cookies. Not only that, you get your cookies served to you by the rubber woman, which is super fucking dope. Like, that's really cool and immersive. The pictures from this look really, really cool. Um, I could see all the nods that they did. Like, there was a very big nod to episode five in the bakery. And I love it. I love it. And yes, all the cookies and baked goods are all depicted of any of the regular seasons of American Horror Story and even nods to American Horror Stories or even the um, upcoming season 10 double feature that is to come. So this is really cool stuff, guys. If you're in the Los Angeles area, if you get the chance to go and check out the American Horror Story pop-up bakery, go and give it a check out. If for any reason you're not able to make it, look up their delivery option and see if it is available in your area. Real quickly, guys, I want to give a quick shout out to my friend over at Casey Fox Creations. If you haven't had the chance to check out her Instagram, she makes beautiful one-of-a-kind resin self-defense keychains and charms. And when I mean self-defense keychains, I'm talking about those cute keychains that look like a cat head or an owl head or even a dog, where the eye holes are open so that you can put your fingers through it and the ears become a self-defense weapon. These are great if you're a girl that lives on your own or if you just feel like you need a keychain that just brings you a little extra self-defense. In the crazy world we live in, it really does help to have something on you that gives you peace of mind, that knows that, that lets you know that you will be safe no matter where you are. 
Her creations are absolutely beautiful, one-of-a-kind made pieces, some of them made to order, and she does take custom orders, guys. If you get the chance, go and check her out on her Instagram at KC underscore Fox Creations. Tell her that Nil sent you. I'm sure she'll cut you guys a deal. Well, spooky kids, moving on to our next topic. Let's go ahead and jump over to the Instagram of Fangoria, where they have released a little article, a little post talking about the new horror getting released in August of 2021. So let's keep that spooky train going and let you know what's on streaming for horror. We're going to start off with Shudder, which all these movies are showing up on sh- in Shudder, on Shudder. You can tell where my night's going right now. <laughs> all the new horror streaming on Shudder this month will be A Field in England, Anguish, Bleed With Me, Bloodthirsty, Borgen, Cheap Thrills, Dave Made a Maze, Dead Calm, Dolls, Good Manners, Jacob's Wife, Mosquito Stage, Nothing Bad Can Happen, Pumpkinhead, Teddy, Slasher, Flesh and Blood, The Dead Pit, and Witchfinger General. New horror coming to Netflix is Aftermath, Brand New Cherry Flavor, Deep Blue Sea, Postmortem, no one dies in in screen scarns. Sorry, I said that wrong. The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia, The Mechanic The Mechanist, and The Swarm 2020. Um, new horror coming streaming to Arrow, A Tale of Two Sisters, Blind Beast, Blood Night Bloodline, Blood Theater, Final Girl, Hobgoblins. The Devil and Daniel Johnson, The Snowtown Murders, Searcher, The Cured, Video Nasties, Moral Panic Censorship and Videotape, Video Nasties, Dracorian Days. New streaming horror coming to Tubi, Alien, Aliens, Alien vs. Predator, Predator, Black Rock, Flatliners 2017, Jaws 1, 2, and 3, and 4, The Revenge, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, The Descent, Part 1 and 2, and Queen of the Damned. New streaming horror coming to Amazon Prime, Aliens, Anaconda, Attack the Block, Jaws 1, 2, and 3, and 4, The Revenge, Predator 1 and 2, and The Roommate. Horror coming to HBO Max in August, Black Death, Blue Ruin, Constantine, Horror of Dracula, Jurassic Park, The Lost World Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 3, Nurse 3D, One Hour Photo, Red Riding Hood, Spawn, and 13 Ghosts 2001. And finally, August Horror that is coming streaming to Hulu. 30 Days of Night, American Horror Story Season 10, Double Feature, Attack the Block, the Beast Within, Black Swan 2009, Blood Games 1991, Blood on Satan's Claw 1970, Bram Stoker's Dracula 1992, Christina's House 2001, Contagion 2011, Final Girls 2015, The Grudge 2004, Love and Monsters 2021, My Bloody Valentine 1981, Special Effects 1984, 
and Unsane 2018. So yeah, guys, we've got a pretty good little lineup of August horrors to keep you guys busy. And from quite a few extensive uh, streaming services, like I've never heard of Arrow or Tubi before. So this is pretty cool. So if you have any or all of these streaming services, go and check them out and get your spooky on in the month of August. Well, guys, keeping in the train of trying to keep you abreast of the latest, greatest, and scariest that Southern California has to offer. And yes, sorry, guys, this one, this one goes out to just strictly my Southern California peeps. Is updates from a really great Instagram. I would like to have them on the podcast at some point, And that is SoCalloween909. If you want to find out any information about them, you can find them on their Instagram at S O C A L L. O-W-E-E-N-909, all one word. Find them on Instagram to get everything you need to know and up to the minute updates on any horror things going on in Southern California each and every month. And right now, I'm going to break down to you guys their August event calendar that has everything to do spooky. Most of it, unfortunately, like I said a minute ago, only in Southern California. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. And that is from August 4th to August 11th is going to be the American Horror Story Night Bites by reservation only. And that is in 8016 West 3rd Street in Los Angeles. Next is going on for weekends only between August 6th to August 21st is the Cabaret Macabre at Zombie Joe's Underground Theater, and that is at 4850 Lancashire Boulevard in North Hollywood. From there, it's also weekends only. From August 6th through August 28th is the Tent of Terror Haunt, and that is at 44134 Arcadia Avenue in Hemet. From there, we're going to jump to another event that is going on from August, one night only, from August 7th into August 8th, and that is the Sugar Mint Gallery presents Monsters Pop-Up, and that is going to be at 810 Meridian Avenue in South Pasadena. And coming out on August 13th, Friday the 13th, is Don't Breathe Part 2 in theaters. From there, we are going to August 13th, for that, we have the All Saints Lunatic Asylum Haunt presents Friday the 13th Superstitions Boogeyman. That will be held at 22521 Shawnee Road in Apple Valley. From there, also on Friday the 13th, is the High Desert Haunted House presents Slasher's Reunion, and that'll be at 9976 Bonita Vista Road, also in Apple Valley. Also again on Friday the 13th, is going to be the Black Market Escape Room, Friday the 13th special event. That is going to be at 1220 West 9th Street in Upland. Another Friday the 13th event is going to be called Horror Buzz Presents, Friday the 13th Part 7, A New Blood, at the Frida Cinema. That is going to be available at the location of 305 East 4th Street, Suite Number 100 in Santa Ana, California. Now for August 14th through 15th, that is going to be Midsummer Scream, Awaken the Spirits. That'll be at the Pasadena Convention Center at 300 Green Street. August 20th is going to be Horror World Haunt Presents TCM, 
at the Haven City Market. That is in 8443 Haven Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. August 20th, we get Viva LA's Rocky Horror Burlesque Show at The Mix, which is at 443 East Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena. And then on August 20th, Demonic, the movie, will hit theaters. August 20th through August 22nd, at the Argento Rama is a double feature is double feature at the Frida at 305 East 4th Street, Suite 100 in Santa Ana. August 21st to the 22nd is Spooksy Boo presents Ghoul's Night Out, Emmanuel Presbyterian Church at 3300 Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. August 21st, Summer Spook Nights at the at the Chaffee at the Chaffee Garcia House. That is going to be at 7150 Etiwanda in Retro Cucamonga. Also on August 22nd, we have The Walking Dead Season 11 premieres to watch early on the 15th using the AMC Plus app. On August 27th, we have Candyman in theaters. August 25th, American Horror Story Double Feature premieres on FX or next day on FX on Hulu. And lastly, August 28th through 29th, Argento Rama, Dario Argento Double Feature at the Frida at 305 East 4th Street, Suite 100 in Santa Ana. So once again, thank you to SoCalloween909 for all the updates of all these great horror things that will be happening through the month of August. Like I said, if the owner of SoCalloween909 ever hears this on the podcast, please, I would love to have you on the podcast so we can just continue to talk horror because you guys do a great service to people like me who run our podcast strictly on horror. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on tonight's episode. As always, I'd like to thank each and every one of my listeners out there, whether you live in the same city as me, the same state, the same country, or if you're halfway across the globe. Your listenership keeps my podcast going. So thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, you can find me on any of my social medias. My Twitter is MoonchildNil. My TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube are MorningstarMoonchild. Please go ahead and give it a listen. And remember to like, subscribe, follow, and share, share, share if you like the content that I do. Now, as the, the days are going by... They're, they're like I, I always feel like I need to give this warning that there will be chances that my podcast may be delayed a day or two. Understand it's not intentional. It's just my schedule is just getting a little crazy. I'm trying to remember to keep my podcast coming out every Friday into Saturday at midnight Pacific Standard Time. And so far, I'm trying to keep that track record hanging on pretty well. And also trying to budget my money because I was one of those idiots who was screaming for Halloween stuff in July and the one time they finally listened to me I kind of can't afford it especially Bath and Body Works has come out with some of the cutest Halloween things like wall plugins that are scented that look like little haunted houses that light up and they are so fucking adorable and I have to have them all on top of preparing for Halloween Horror Nights on top of now the new Monster High doll release of the Skelector Beetlejuice dolls. Like, yeah. 
Halloween came early and it is absolutely hurting my bank account. But you know what? It's all in good spirits. It's all incredibly fun. And I what can I say? Halloween is the one time of year I absolutely show out. And if it comes in July, it comes in July. You know, I'm not going to complain at all. And of course, getting excited for the upcoming horror films. Like I'm very excited to see Don't Breathe 2, though I'm expectations are not high. I'm excited as hell for Candyman. I'm thrilled about that. And even with the controversy with Bam Margera and the fact that Jeff Tremaine had to put a restraining order against him, I'm very excited for Jackass Forever, which is the official title for Jackass 4, which comes out on October 22nd. Yes, I'm going to be in the theaters to see this movie. So there's a lot to look forward to coming up very soon. Like I just said, the next episode may or may not be delayed. I can't make any promises at the moment. But thank you guys for tuning in just the same. And until then, look forward to the next episode next week. Spread kindness, guys. It costs nothing. Please stay safe out there. And blessed be.